Welcome to podcast 204 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Dave, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Curti, Dupe, Joe, and Mad FM. Good evening, boys. Welcome. Good evening. Cheers, cheers lads. Just no, me no and you, Dave. Say, yeah, just you and me, Dave. Just, just, just that, Curti, Dupe, you there? Just need to find, I need to remember where I saved my quiz. Oh, all right. In fact, it's been that long since Curti's been on. He needs to remember how to speak on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, here's what we have to look forward to over the next hour or so. First off, it's a trip back to Italy to see how Dupes getting on uh, in his new job with Inter Milan. And we'll then have a chat about some potential save ideas to keep you interested uh, in FM21 during the pre-season lull. And if you're lucky enough, we'll finish off with a quiz from Kurt Diz. So Dupe, it has been two podcasts since we last caught up with the Achievement Hunter uh, managing Inter Milan. So how, how are you getting on? If we if we actually spoke about Inter Milan on on the pod, I think you just started uh, when we did the me, you and Joe did the big save update. Okay, because like since then I've spent half a billion pounds on footballers. <laughs> um, basically, we left Ajax because we won everything, and I, I, I we we fluked the Champions League at Ajax. So I decided that let's just go out in a blaze of glory, and then we'll we'll you know we'll go somewhere else. And Inter job came up; they finished sixth in Syria. Uh, so they were in the Europa League, uh, terrible form. So quite a good side, really. Still had like players like Barella, Lukaku, Hakimi, players like that. So they had a good side, um, or a good spine at least. And um, well, they offered me the job, and they offered me three hundred and eleven million pounds to spend. I then sold two hundred odd million pounds worth of players, so I had a war chest of five hundred and thirty million pounds to spend. I didn't spend it all. To be fair, I only spent 528 million. Um, <laughs> I had a couple of million left over for the extension. Um, but yeah, I didn't... I mean, we bought Curtis, mate. The uh, the guy we spoke about on the, the 201 pod. The uh, guy from Leipzig. I can't pronounce his name, so I was hoping somebody would help me. Gavardio. Yeah, Gavardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good little player. I play him at Libero. He's quite nice. I uh, bought Pau Torres in. Um, I bought our Turkish fella, Kahir in. Kamara, we bought in Bubakar. Kamara, because he... I don't know if you, if I remember rightly, Joe, you had him at Inter in the network save, didn't you? And I sold him but, to Dave. And you sold him to Dave, yeah. So, uh, for a really low-cut price, wasn't it? I don't think I ever used him, though. That must have been the pre-season we stopped. Maybe, I, think it, I think it was a good... It was a, a deal that suited both sides. Okay. No, it was fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like most of our um, deals, yeah. <laughs> and then, to be fair, the main kind of thing we needed was somebody to partner Lukaku up top. Um... The board want us to buy high-profile players. They want us to buy Italian players. So I went and I purchased the Portuguese striker, Andre Silva. <laughs> Literally, there's no one about this Italian that wanted to play. Um, it was a bit of a risk. He wasn't... He's, he's not as good as I thought he would... He's not as good um, by, rated by my scouts. I paid a lot of money for him. His value has dropped massively. However, he's done really well in 30 games for us at the moment. He's got 19 goals and 7 assists. He's probably one of our better signings, to be honest. Um, and I needed a, a couple of... Well, I needed an attack midfielder. We had Barella, but I needed an attack midfielder. So I went for the uh, the 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 chap from... He's, Ud- is he, he's at Afle- uh, Udinese. He's gone IRL. He's gone to Atletico Madrid. Rodrigo de Paul. Uh, he's done very oh, yeah. well. He's a very good player. Um, I've been very entertained by watching him in the match engine. Um yeah, and we bought Memphis Depay in just because we had 50 million spare and I needed backup on Shadow Striker and Striker. And again, he's come in, he's done some business, he's done some good work for us. Um, we're out of the, the cup. Um, we lost in the semi-final to Milan over two legs. They've got Pep Guardiola in charge. So, I mean, it was quite a tough couple of games, to be honest. We're through to the semi-final of the Europa League. We got to play Leeds in the Europa League and they don't even have Bielsa in charge yet. They're in the, the Europa League semi-final. And I think we're like 10 points clear in the league now. Uh, sorry, eight points clear in the league. We have about four or five games to go. So hopefully we should win the league. We should win the Champions, uh, the Europa League because it's us, Leeds and uh, Leon and Chelsea. And I think we should really do both of them. Um, so because tw- Chelsea are currently 12th in the league, in the Premier League. So they're not the Chelsea of, of old. But um, yeah, hopefully we should pick a couple of more trophies up and uh, and then maybe... Just maybe move on our way and find somewhere else to go and and see if we can spend some more money. Uh, but we've we've guaranteed Champions League football. The board's come in. They've offered us a a war chest of eighty million. So you know, 
bit of a bit of a bit of a lull now. We we don't really know what to do with eighty million. Um, but I don't see us needing to strengthen the squad. Really, we've got such a good side. That's about it, really. Hopefully tomorrow or Friday, we would finish the finish the season and and see see where we're at. But um, we're carrying on with the with the total dupe ball, which is uh, which is now called total pasta ball because we pass <laughs> it a lot and it's Italian. Dupe, how good is that goalkeeper? I've got him at Bologna. It's Kahir Kasi. I can't pronounce it. Turkish guy. Yeah, welcome to my world. Um, <laughs> yes, Jurgen uh, Kan Kakia or something like that. I, yeah, I, I look at it. Er, yeah, er, yeah, fucking great guess. Very hard. Yeah, he's he's all right, man. He's done, he's done all right at the moment. Um, I would say he's probably down to our kind of libero and our mid defenders to why he's conceding so many. That we get we're giving away a lot of opportunities, but. You know, he's having an average rate in a 7.11 and in 29 games he's conceded 22 goals, which I think is quite high for kind of the way that we play. But um, he has, you know, he has a lot of shots against him. So I can't really complain. Um, you know, he's he's faced 202 shots and he's left like 22 in. So I can't really moan at that. He's been cracking for me. Like he's he's one of the reasons that we've just, like because we, we concede a lot of shots as well at Bologna. Um, we're only season two, but I'm just looking at his stats now. Like last season, he had 13 clean sheets in the league. Um, mm. I mean, we conceded 40 goals, but like he's average rating 7.1. Same again this season so far. Seven clean sheets in like 16 games. Um, cost 14 million. I, I don't know what you paid for him, but I highly recommend anyone listening. If you need a goalkeeper, he's um, he's at Trabs on Trabs on Spur, and uh, he's he's baller. He's had some. He's had a weird kind of movement in, in my save. So. Uh, he, he obviously started in Turkey. Liverpool bought him in the 21-22 season for 15 million. And then in the 22-23 season, Leipzig bought him for 22 million. And then in the 23-24 season, I bought him for 54. Um, <laughs> okay. He's a lot of money, don't get me wrong. Um, 28 years of age, but he's a very good goalkeeper. Yes. Um, uh, you know, and, and he's my first choice. We've got a couple of youngsters, which I don't think we're ever going to really use because like I said, I probably... I'll probably mosey off, but um, we had one in our, our youth intake today who's now rated as five-star potential. So fingers crossed, they'll have a goalkeeper for life in him and, and they can use, you know, use Cahir to kind of back him up and, and show him the way of the world. And in terms of your tactic dupe, obviously, so what formation is it that you're playing still? Uh, it's probably best to say it's a 3-3-1-3. Three, three, three. <laughs> Just because... Okay. In the match engine, on a you know it because we play two inverted wing backs, so we play a back three, and then we play yeah. two inverted wing backs. So they sit alongside the DLP defence. So that's like a, a midfield three, and then we've got this the the attack midfielder plus the three strikers. So it's kind of the, the we carried on the system that we took that we we built at Ajax mm -hmm. uh, and and pushed with that. So all we've kind of done is um, I think we've referenced it in the pod before. Um, I think. It was when at Ajax we played against Arsenal and we needed to create more chances and, and, and try and get back into the Champions League tie uh, was that we went more attacking and we squeezed the line of engagements together so we could give more support for that in that midfield role where he's playing on his own. Because uh, in the defensive structure, we just have one single midfielder um, and that seems to have, have done really well. It's taken a little while to click it into. I'm not going to lie, like at the start of the season, we weren't, producing the results I expected. We're getting a lot of draws. Um, but, I mean, I think we've lost four games all season, five games all season, and two of those was in the cup. So, um, we're doing we're doing well. You know, we're beating teams, uh, for example, some of the standout results, 5-1 against uh, Juventus, which was a very good result at, at Juventus. Um, we also beat Sampdoria 6-2. Uh, we've beat Milan 4-0. So, we've, we've got some big results here. Uh, and we've got some good talent. I mean, Lukaku, I don't think the front three really plays to Lukaku's talents. And I think if you were to, to do an inter-save, as soon as you get in there, you look at Lukaku's attributes and he is like, he as a striker, he's, he's, he's such a beast. He's one of the, like, the, he's got to be one of the best ranges of attributes for, for that sort of position. He's so strong. He's He knows he can read the game so well. Um, and and he can finish. Um, apparently, his first touch is fifteen. Uh, we can talk about that if you wish. <laughs> um, but he's such a strong guy. But I'm playing him out on the left 
of the front three as a pressing forward. Didn't really get a huge amount successful with that. We then put him on the right-hand side, which is what we did with Mukoko and Nunes. Dave? Nunes. Yeah. Napoli. Not yeah. Napoli. Well at, done, yeah, yeah. at Ajax. Uh, and we got a lot of success with that. So I thought, I oh, would we'll do that and we'll, we'll get success. And we haven't. I've played him up in the middle with the two either side. Still haven't got the success. I say that. He's scored 16 goals and seven assists. But it's just, he seems to miss so many opportunities. Uh, he's missed three penalties this year, which... Do you not remember uh, in the network save? He had like three times more attempts than anybody else in the league. Yeah. Obviously, he was still like the top scorer, but he he's very, very wasteful. Yeah, he is. Um, I think we're lucky to have Andre Silva. Andre Silva's done very well. His XG... Um, is he's he's un, he's underperforming his xg how you spelling he, it uh <laughs> he's, <The> XG. <laughs> he's having 50% of his shots are on target he's had 182 shots in the league so far 90 of them have gone on target and he scored 32 of them for a striker that is should be as clinical as he is i'd expect more than that i'm, I'm getting a goal every 133 minutes from a guy who's probably one of the the better players in the game. Um, she attacked yeah. it. You joke, but it, it definitely is. I think it, it just doesn't suit kind of the style of play that he plays. Um, the, this, the, some of the, the, the football and some of the the plays that you see with with the front four, so to speak, with the attack midfielder, um, it's, it's almost sexual, honestly. Like some of... It should come with a warning. The way that they interchange <laughs> positions, the way that um, the ball just gets just whizzed about and, and there's always a spare man. And I just don't think that's what Lukaku wants to do. Lukaku just wants to get the ball running and, and bury it bottom corner. Half the time he misses. We talked about striker rules not so long ago, I think. Do you think Lukaku's designed for a lone striker in, in FM anyway? Or are you just... It's your tactics, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean... I think he's certainly the. You feed him, he'll score. 100% score. I just don't know whether it's because he's got other people up there with him. Um, where, you know, we're expecting him to, to, to kind of share the love, so to speak, and assist his, his teammates. And But I think I think that he'd probably be better on his own up there. Um, at the moment, he's sharing the load with four other people. Oh, sorry, three other people, four total. Because you got my attack midfielder is a shadow striker too, so. But I'm asking a lot of him. You know, he's not. I'm not asking him just to. He's a pressing forward, which he's naturally talented at. Um, but like, I'm asking him to. He's got a man mark the right back. I'm asking him to stay wider, run further wider with the ball. I'm trying to stretch them out to then get the players in behind. He's also on shoot less often, which probably is not his what he wants to do. But for the team, Next that's what I need him to do. Assist bonus. He's got a very high assist bonus in his, in his contract. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, what we're trying to do is nine times out of ten, we're coming up against a back, a back three and my three strikers are occupied. So we're trying to pull them wide and get our shadow striker to come through, which is why Memphis has scored so many goals this season. You know, you look down the list, so I've got Depay on 16, Silver on 25, Lukaku 21, um, Esposito on 14. You know, they, there's a good mix of goals there. Um, sounds, sounds dreadful. It is. <laughs> and how many achievements left to go now? You got many left, or twenty? Twenty. Most of them are drafts, like yeah, which I've kind of got a plan for. I've got I've got a fair few that we've got to do, like doing it in a certain way, which is what we're trying to do here. Get onto the Hall of Fame, um, and it's pretty much we got to win twenty club trophies. Uh, Club, club competitions and I've got to get become the greatest manager of all time which is going to be tough but I think if we can just keep going from place to place winning trophies kind of picking a, an easy team to go for and, and, and just trying to shit out it and then we just got to basically draft everybody every man and his dog and we should be good we should be able to do it Does that mean you'll have to stay in the same save universe if you're going for the, the, the GOAT? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the hardest bit. I've never done it, Matt. From all the times yeah. I've done a save, I've never, you know, I've always kind of started a, a Palermo, a Red Star, and we've stayed there. 
and we've always had chances to kind of have our head turned and we've never done it. This is the first time that I've built a brilliant team at Ajax. I've then gone to Inter and I've gone, right, who do we want to sign? And I've gone back to Ajax and gone, right, let's just sign him, him, him and him. Um, and again, if we move again, I'm going to struggle because you know what? My player knowledge ain't great, and I'm, at the moment I'm at the t I'm at the right at the back of the archive for the, some of the players that we're signing. Um, so I wonder where, when we go next somewhere next. Um, it's very challenging, and obviously the boys that do the the, the journeyman, it's very similar, but obviously just the, the higher level. I'm sure you haven't, but worth checking because some people might not know. Um, you haven't got the German name fix on, have you? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Because that, that would basically screw you over for the Hall of Fame stuff. Is it not a register? No, because um, you, you're, you're, you're effect, leaderboards, is it? It's not you're effectively using a custom database, no. aren't you? So, Or you're making changes to like the database file, I think. So it screws over Hall of Fame achievements. I, I thought it was only on the, the leaderboard achievements. I didn't know. Uh, sorry, leaderboard, not the actual Hall of Fame achievement. Oh, maybe, maybe it's leaderboard. Yeah, I can't remember. It's one of the two. I can't yeah, remember. the Hall of Fame is, is different to the leaderboards. But again, you might be right. And I've just gone on to my game status. And the, the news is that we have 85,056 database changes because we have a load of Ajax staff changes because... If you go on we to, to uh, what is it now? Hall of Fame, you should still come up. Uh, with your wins, you should still be up yeah, there. Yeah, we're, we're there. Um, yeah, we're not, we're right not top 20, um, but we're, we're closing in on top 20 because we've won quite a lot already. So You should be all right. Yeah. Just, just close. I, think, I can't remember if I was... I might have been top after I did the pen again. I would have thought so. Definitely. But, I mean, we're trying to chase uh, Sir Alex Ferguson with 17 domestic titles, 14 domestic cups, and, and eight yeah. other club trophies. So we're we're a little bit behind, but we've won eight eight trophies already in three seasons. So we shall see. We yeah. shall see. Well, fingers crossed that. Uh, I mean, next time we'll we're uh, we catch up on that. I'm sure they'll be uh, you'll be ever closer. But that will um, bring us on to our spotlight now. And obviously, we we are approaching that time. Uh, throughout every FM cycle uh, where there's no football on the telly people obviously want to try and get back into the game might need a little bit of save inspiration and that's where we come in so uh, get yourself a database update of course there's plenty of those online at the moment we'll leave a couple of links in the description for those and over the next 20 minutes and I know Joe's put two coughs around that because uh, normally we drag <clears> on for absolutely ages with stuff like this. I was just giving uh, you we a do break, a mate. I know you don't feel very well, so I thought, yeah, a couple of coughs, clear I'll get the coughs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll aim to scratch that new save itch. And to start us off, we're going to go with a double header over in France. Um, so the first team we've got is Lille. Um, of course, won the league last season. It was a little bit of a talking point. I don't actually think this was spoke about enough that they beat PSG to the title. Um, so currently champions are going to have to retain that title and a decent squad and that little bit of Champions League money. I mean, guys, some of the players that they've got in this squad surely attempting. I don't know if you guys have managed any of these. Sven Botman, Renato Sanchez, uh, Zeki Celek, is it? Uh, Jonathan Ikone, Angel Gomez as well, our football manager. Um, what do you think of that, Mad? I think it's now is the perfect time to, if you were interested in, in France or, or in particular Lille, now is the perfect time because obviously the manager left as well. Um, yeah, after yeah, they won the gone, league, yeah. he's gone to Nice, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Who, side nice. note, Curti, did you see Nice? They signed our buddy Calvin Stengs, um, IRL, in the last day or two. No. Yes, really? indeed. Yeah. <laughs> In, uh, I think it was today or yesterday they signed him yeah serious signing for Nice oh, now that's, that's um, big big, big time um, so trip. yeah I think uh, I don't know I'm thinking the new, like the manager's just left I'm pretty sure and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong they've got a big pile of Champions League money that they've not spent a penny of right I, I don't think they've actually bought anyone did anyone anyone want to correct me uh, I think they're in a, they, I think they weren't in a great place financially anyway like yeah. a lot of uh, French, teams the TV, anyway. French yeah, clubs yeah. anyway it's definitely a banging um, time to go in and take them over um, because you're, you're going in and you're, they've got the same squad that they basically had um, when they won the league and like if they don't pull the finger out and do something when you look and we're going to we might talk about the other crowd uh, shortly when you look at the other signings in this league they're going to need to bring in something to have any hope of even getting close I expect with, with without the same manager and you know a year down the line you look at Leicester you look at Liverpool 
they didn't capitalize when they when they should have. And I think that's the safe challenge here with Lille is to to go in and capitalize yeah. on that and, and use that cash if you can get it, whatever you can get. Sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, sorry, I was going to say you look at their transfers. I haven't actually bought anyone as of today, the time of recording. I haven't bought anyone in on a permanent deal, and they've already got rid of. Uh, Magnan, the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. uh, who's gone to AC Milan, and Samari, yeah. who's gone to Leicester City. That's what I was going to yeah. definitely gaps in that Touch and go, definitely, yeah, touch and go. I think they, unless they've got something up the sleeve, um, they could find it tough to to continue if, if there's an expectation to continue. Maybe they're just happy with what they did and uh, and they're, they're going to push for the Champions League again. Um, I, I, I would fully expect them to struggle in the Champions League if they don't, if they don't bring in a bit mm-hmm. of extra quality there. Um, we'll see what kind of group yeah. they get, of course. Um, I don't know where they'd be seeded for the Champions League. What do you reckon? But they'd be top one though, seeded one. Well. They'd be top, they they be top seeds, they yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, that'll be in their favour, I guess, depending on other teams. But um, yeah, I know it's it's going to be tough for Lille. But as I said, a really good time right now to go in and, and start a new save at Lille. Yeah. I was going to... I'll move on to... Uh, to PSG now, so obviously the the other team in in France. Dupe, you've obviously managed in France a little bit this year, so you know how either tough or, or probably easy this is going to be, really, especially with the players that PSG have brought in now: Donnarumma, Hakimi, uh, Wijnaldum, Sergio Ramos, most recently as well. Um, this one for a short term save surely is going to be so easy in France. It should be right. I did it. Um, <laughs> I did it. I did a little uh, PSG save. Um, I, when I did my Villa save, I, I got offered the job, and I think it was just it was far too easy. The money you get for it, the fact that you know, I mean, the, the team they've already got. I mean, you've just listed off a hell of a lot of talent, and then you add Neymar and Mbappe, Di Maria to yeah. that. You know, they've got some absolute world class players Verratti. there. It's going to be tough winning the Champions League because I don't think you get challenged enough in the league um, to then go and jump onto that. But, you know, they've now got to obviously knock Lille off their perch. Um, and maybe that's the inspiration that they need to kind of keep that form going throughout the season and then throughout the Champions League. But, I mean, we all know about Donnarumma. Um, he, he looked very good in the Euros. Um, and I think to have such a quality goalkeeper at the back there, they... they uh, it's a it's a good save. It's a good save, and it'll be exciting to do. And and with Kaylor Navas still there as well, so mm. there's probably still assets that that you could sell. It just says here that they that bought um, Dan, Dan Ilo Pereira from Porto. Yeah, he was, on, he was on loan, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, he I just was on loan. Yeah. Mm. Did they make? Have they made it permanent though? Yes, fourteen so, million. Oh well, yeah, Porto having a bit of a fire sale, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Well, interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think for like a quick one, for a one season save, you know, if you wanted a quick save. Win the Champions um, League with PSG. But the one yeah, thing you've got yeah. to mention is that we've just mentioned that Lille are going to be the seeded first. The PSG aren't. Um, so that's going to give them a harder group as well. So mm. they're so used to being seeded first every year. And um, yeah, I mean, football well, manager rates The biggest thing PSG is the wage budget. Because that's the problem. You say it's like, obviously, it's easy and you can go out and, but you can't sign anybody because the wage budget is just ridiculous. Like They pay ridiculous money to crap. Well, not crap players. For the quality of their squad, they pay above and beyond mm. some of their kind of backup players are on massive money. But looking at what they've got brought in this summer, Joe, I don't think you need much to make. I don't think you need anything, really. If you're position season, you do. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so shame well, you can't. I mean, it's a shame you can't really replicate the what's going on at Barca as well. I was about to say that as mm. well. Yeah, yeah. Because that not on our be, list. Uh, but... That would be another cracking sort of you know one or two season save. Um, to absolutely strip them down and and, and <clears> see what you can build back up. I think but, the the issue with the Barcelona one because obviously with football manager this year because they allowed crowds in the whole time. Obviously, it fixes the finances pretty quickly, and that's why yeah, Barcelona yeah. in the hole that they're in is because they haven't had gate receipts. So it's kind of it's difficult to kind of put them in a financial kind of uh, in disarray whilst they're earning kind of six, seven million euros every game they play. So it's it's quite a difficult one. I was kind of hoping that Messi would retire after the Copa America, and then like that just sorts all of their wage budget out. Yeah, because like yeah, yeah a million euros a week or whatever it was he was on. And it's just like, you know, I've won, I've won the Copa America now. Now I can go and save my club. I'll just retire. But five-year deal is a bit excessive for him, 
Five years though. That's, that's, why do you want a contract to be thirty nine? Yeah, wasn't there, wasn't there a chat that he was gonna, like the last couple of years was you know potentially going to be just working as like an ambassador or something? Yeah, or the, so I'd, I'd read that they basically were going to extend the contract over a longer period of time, so they could basically, if, say it was a, a three year contract worth one hundred and fifty million, they basically spread that over five years instead of three. So even if he wants to retire, they'll just carry on paying him. Uh, we referenced it um, about. Bobby Bonilla in the uh, baseball last year. I think it was last pod. Yeah. yeah about yeah. the fact that... Um, yeah, she did. He hasn't played since 2001. He's retired in 2001. But the, the team he was playing for, I think it was the Mets, couldn't afford the um, like the payoff to get him off. So uh, instead of paying him like three, uh, eight million quid to, to pay him out of his contract, they're still paying him 1.2 million pound a year. And that goes into like 2020, uh, 2033, I think it is. It'll, like the, the grand sum will be like 22 million. But over a longer period of time, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's deemed more cost effective for them than having to stump that up back in the day. Google it. Have a little look. It's a really interesting story. I'm just waiting for you, Dar, to start a rebuild in Barcelona save. So. That'd be booze. S- spoilers. <laughs> Raz has already started it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I've already seen one of them. Who's a, who did one last year? Rebuilding Bayern or something. And they yeah. were like, what the, what the fuck are you rebuilding? It's, not, and it's always called rebuilding someone or the rise of. It's like, come yeah. on. What would a better name? <laughs> okay, um, well, moving across to Italy now. This is probably suited better to some of you guys. It's a little bit before my time. Um, wow. But, you know, Palmer. Obviously, um, Buffon moving back there. I know, Bad, uh, you sort of suggested this one. Why, why is this a good save for people? Nostalgia? It's, well, yeah, if you're older than Dave, <laughs> <laughs> um, which most of us are, uh, I remember, like, before I even played Championship Manager, I played a game called Sensible Soccer, Sensible World of Soccer. And it was, I think it was either 94, 95 or 95, 96 season. And I religiously would manage Parma. And at the time, stretching back in the old memories here now, but they had Stoichkov up front. They had Zola up front. They had Dino Baggio. Um, they just had this ridiculous squad. And obviously they've just gone on this massive downfall ever since. And I think the, the trigger there is like, <laughs> Buffon has gone back home basically, right? He started there. And uh, I think that's enough to just get the romance of the save. Um, they just got relegated, right? Um, so obviously you know you've got a challenge there to get them back up I don't know how I don't know what an uh, an updated database would look like but um, don't know what the finances will be there but obviously you want to get them back up and bring them back there's been a few uh, I think a few different guys um, have have done different saves with Parma but I think Buffon coming back there you might get a year out of him you got to get him as as a coach or assistant then uh, and keep him around and I'm pretty sure they in the last six months signed Graziano Pelle I don't know if he's still hmm. there or if it was just a six-month thing. That'd be a great sign. Um, he's not. He's not on their current. I was going to say you, you can get on the current finances of shit. Then if they signed him, yeah, they, they might have signed him on a six-month deal or something. But uh, I was what I was thinking to myself was if he's still there. Imagine him in Serie B, and he's just a baller of a striker, and he'd still do the job in FM as well. Um, so yeah, I think if you're of, if you're of that '90s nostalgia uh, with Parma and obviously with Buffon going back, club legend, um, that's a good save. Sweet. Oh, yeah, it's a, I mean, there's a couple of uh, good shouts already. And Italy, I know a couple of us have, well, uh, yeah, all of us have pretty much had a dabble in there over the last few years or so anyway. So definitely a good league to get involved in. Um, next one is we've I've, I've put down is Sutton United. There always seems to be a team, especially in England over the last few years, a team that's been promoted to the Football League that's never been there before. We had Harrogate Town last year and as far as I'm aware, I think they survived as well. So they're going to be in League Two again um, next year. But um, yeah, Sutton United promoted to the Football League for the first time. Um, their plastic pitch has been ripped up and now they're ready to compete in the fourth tier true, of true the English football. Is that, is that what's happened, Joe? They had, they had a 3G, 4G pitch uh, and it's, you're not allowed to have them in a football league. Mm. Oh, so really? they literally have had to get it torn up to put grass down. Yeah, Aldershot yeah. are playing them in a pre-season friendly and it's happening at um, I think it's at Farnborough's ground or Basingstoke's ground or something oh, like that. Got it. 
because yeah. yeah because their pitch work is still being still being done what do you what do you think of this one Curtie? because obviously you've done a sort of journeyman save um do you think you know it's probably a little bit different taking them on on an updated database because the attributes probably aren't going to be sort of in relation to that level of football but do you think people that maybe are considering a new save start the, the lower end of the english pyramid yeah I, I reckon it'll be a fun one to do i think it'll be it'll be the thing is the the difference between the conference and league 2 i don't think is that great so if you've if you've had a decent season in the conference i think you've got, it gives you every chance to have a decent season in league 2 i don't think there's much of a sort of of a gap in quality um but i think it will largely depend and obviously it depends when in at what point in time you sort of take this database because the thing about lower league football is so many players are on one year deals and what have you so i don't know what how much of their promotion squad they'll retain going into league 2 um and i'm not sure i'm not sure who they've brought in if they brought in any sort of names or anything like that um but i think you know it's just it's good to be able to give a club a bit of history that they might not have had otherwise, right? You know, they've got up into League Two, like you say, for the first time. Let's see how, how much further we can take them. Yeah, I've just had a look at their signings. The only one that I know of, uh, Donovan Wilson, striker, used to play for Wolves. Um, this name rings a bell. Enzio Balderwine, is it? I don't know if... I, oh, yeah, I don't know why that rings. Yeah. Yeah, I just had a look at his old clubs. I was expecting him to have played at a big club, but he hasn't. So, yeah, God knows. Um, Swindon Town, do you mentioned this one. Lower end of uh, the Football League as well. Yeah, so newly relegated from League 1 to League 2. Um, so, on the save, you'll be picking them up as, like the norm, like I said, the normal the relegated team. The problem they've got is they've got no players. They've got no manager at the moment. They've got no assistant. Um the media guys just left yesterday. Um, they're currently oh. in the middle of losing their owner, uh, potentially going into administration. So you've got no money. You've got, uh, the ground's not yours and you owe the council a no lot ground. of money, so you've got no ground. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big ask. It's going to be a really big ask, to be honest, but uh, it should be quite an exciting, uh, exciting save. Obviously, a team that was in the Premier League back in the day, uh, back in the early 90s. Dave wasn't born then. But uh, yeah, a bit of a longer term save. You know, it might take a couple more seasons, but it'll be a good, good little save to try and get you used to the dealing with not a lot of money. Well, according mm. to Wikipedia, they've literally got eleven players on their books. Yeah, the yeah. So they did a friendly against Hungerford on Tuesday night, I think it was, uh, yeah. and they had five first team players, and then the rest were academy players, eighteen and over. Try, presumably some trialists yeah a couple well, of trialists player A player B I think it was but yeah <laughs> got a couple, they got some like decent like Dion Conroy's a decent player I think he was at was he at Chelsea um, for a bit in his youth and then Brett Pittman obviously as well wow, I got Brett Pittman yeah so you know but, they've got the makings for a for a a half decent squad it's just um, yeah filling it out would be the only problem fun with the finances I was going to say the only problem is they are currently 13 million pound in debt rip mm. challenge so, yeah, rip. they could go that's bumpy. what you want if you want a challenge that's where you go I think yeah. I think they genuinely I think they can um, I've got a couple of Swindon fans at work and I kind of do ask a lot about it they obviously listen to the price of football as well Lee Power really doesn't want to sell to one consortium because um, he's not getting the money that he wants from it. He wants to go to a different one, and the different one is a, is a bit of an unknown guy. At least the one that the Swindon Town fans want is an Aussie guy who is fallen in love with the club. So, I don't know. I think he could go into administration, and then obviously they get the points deduction. And, and obviously, it's a scary place in League 2 getting a points deduction, right? Yeah. Because, uh, well, it's a long way back up from the conference. We all know how tough that is. Well, they've got their... Um the whole thing with Gareth Barry getting his money out as well haven't they yeah yeah so that's another X amount of money that they, they owe somebody so it's it's a bit of a, a sticky situation uh, very close to home for me and uh, something that definitely might be a, a very good little save next year uh, so starting it now would be good yeah we've got um, challenges as well obviously we've seen on here we've done Pedkin challenges most recently the Sir Alex Ferguson challenge um, and Joe you've sort of come up with one the El Presidente challenge what's that all about 
Well, I keep talking about watching El Presidente, which is the uh, documentary on DAZN. <clears throat> and it's basically about the real Ronaldo, Fat Ronaldo, El Phenomeno, R9. whatever you want to call him, R9. You know, the absolute original genius of our, well, of my lifetime probably of watching football. Um, and he owns Valladolid. Now, in the series, they're still in um, in the top division in Spain. And he, I think, I can't remember even if I spoke about it on the pod, but basically when you watch it, he hasn't gone in there as like a front man for a consortium or anything like that. He's actually done, you know, he's, he he was in uh, London doing kind of finance and marketing. He went to America to do, you know, watch how teams were run out there. And then he's gone into Valladolid and basically he's looking at it from a commercial aspect of, you know, he can attract sponsors to the club and things like that. So the club itself is in a lot better position now he's the owner. Um, unfortunately, after the, the documentary was filmed, uh, they got relegated. So they'll be starting in the second division of Spain but obviously they've got a good owner um, he's the infrastructure has got better but I was thinking about doing this for FM22 and do something along the lines of kind of managing them with a Brazilian influence now I'd I done it at PSV where I had a lot of Brazilians and I was thinking if you could get some affiliates in like you know obviously the first challenge would be to get promoted and then when you're in in La Liga start bringing the Brazilians over using the affiliate links um, obviously loan the players out try and get them obviously so there's no you know we were talking about it just before the pod we have to check what the foreign player limit is now but it always used to be if they'd if they'd been residents in Spain for two years they were no longer classed as a foreign player um, which allows you if you play the loan system right in Spain you know you get the players in loan them out to lower lower obviously league sides you could build up a little kind of Brazilian um, kind of Samba soul school and, and have that as the influence of the whole save um, and just literally because there's no football on spend two quid on a DAZN subscription watch the six episodes and then cancel it because it is it's brilliant and if you love the original Ronaldo you'll love the amount of clean footage they've got of him playing football. It's just like, it, yes. it dicks all over watching anything on YouTube. You know, you just watch that and <laughs> it's just good quality of him just scoring amazing goals. Like he was a phenomenon. We, we spoke about sort of before about obviously people using TV shows, documentaries as sort of inspiration for the saves. Obviously you use that as one. I think... Sunderland we used before Tottenham well, a, lot, a lot of the stuff you do Joe you use that as your inspiration yeah. the Sunderland one Spurs one um, well, spoke P- about the Palace PSG, one as well I've done a PSG one yeah uh, I've done that based on on the all or nothing but it, I mean they are good if if you want inspiration there's so many documentaries out there that will get you QPR. interested yeah QPR was a great one as well I was going to say that, that I still watch that I probably watch that once a season I reckon it's good because it's only about an hour and a half long and yeah. it you could watch that in like one sitting easy is that all yeah. or nothing Arsenal in the next couple of years I was going to say recently obviously offline I've, I've picked up a Palace save after watching the Palace documentary yeah um, that's my little offline thing at the moment that's uh, have you bought in Damien Delaney no you've not even scruff you not even mentioned the best uh, documentary there is, lads. Oh. Ted Lasso. Goal. Goal one, goal two, goal three. Oh, Santiago yes. Nunes on the tune. Not goal three. <laughs> Gavin Harris. <laughs> Dave, Dave's a big what, fan. What do you got? To, you got to start in, the, start in America, move to Newcastle, and somehow get a move to Real Madrid. Is that, Almiron that's is probably halfway there at the moment. <laughs> Manchester, yeah. Manchester. Yeah. Uh, goal. Love that. Well, yeah, I think we've um, given listeners and probably ourselves a lot of inspiration lads for you know if you want that late FM21 or possibly even early FM22 um, inspiration for your new saves do let us know obviously if you're in that lull at the moment and you've picked up one of these saves at 5 Star Pod yeah. on Twitter and, and let us know if you've got a save that could inspire people as well mm. yeah, yeah and we'll uh, obviously we'll get some retweets it. going put it we'll for 22 yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it on the um, blogs on the blogs lads we stream FM.com Give us some suggestions. We'll get it up to. Yeah, it's going in Curtis' yeah. video. Teams to manage. These are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that rebuilding. Well, Curtis, it's been a while, but we've now. Well, it's now time for your quiz. Yeah, I think I, I wrote this one a few weeks ago, 
and then I think we changed the day of recording or something. That's always our fault. Day. Day's fun. <laughs> so I'm just saying, just bring it up. Um, so this one is based on football autobiographies. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a quote from a football autobiography. Um, you will get one point if you get the person right, and you get a bonus point if you tell me the name of the biography. I can't um, read can those. Just, yeah, so. can, I don't read. Yeah. can we just? Joe is l- looking at his shelf as we speak because he's got them all on his bookshelf. Well, it's, <laughs> you know, what can you do? Um, well, we'll say some of them might be a bit tough, so I'll give you clues yeah. uh, if when, uh, if we're struggling. Phones away, boys. Yeah, when you pop so, out Craig Tanners, I think that's what we're in trouble. Right. So first up, I don't have a tiebreaker either. So if we get to draw think, after I ten, you'll be right. Right, first up, uh, which former manager said this after trying to sign Robbie Savage? I got I won't do any accents by the way to give any clues. Is he well? Um I got Robbie's mobile number and rang him. It went to his voicemail. Dupe. Hi, it dupe. Harry Redknapp. No. Uh. Joe Joe. Martin O'Neill. No. Mess. Can we keep guessing or what? Let him finish. Mads. Someone just, Mads, 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 go on. Ron Atkinson? No. So I got Robbie's mobile number and rang him, went to his voicemail. Hi, it's Robbie. What's up? Like the Budweiser ad. I never <laughs> oh, called I've him back. This. I thought, I can't be fucking signing that. Former Sunderland manager. Dave. Dave. Roy Keane. Correct. Oh. He must have meant. He must have said that. I've I've seen it somewhere. Um, Do you know the name of the? I'm gonna. I don't know what it. Kino. <laughs> Fucking hell, Dave. Man, no, it's not right. Uh, Kino and his dog. No? It was. Hold on, Joe's about oh, to pull it out. Oh no, I've only got the second. <laughs> and half. then he will find the book. To the first uh, half. The, the second half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two. Which former manager said this about taking the England job? There was no way I could contemplate taking the England job. Actually, I could. Do, I'll do the accent for this one. There was no way I could contemplate taking the England job. Can you imagine Mad. me doing that? Mad. Ferguson. Yes. Yeah. I thought, yeah. That sounded Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's Welsh, dude. Number three. Which whoa, whoa, whoa. former what's, England? What's, what's the name of the? Oh yeah, the sorry. Book yeah. What's oh. the? You uh, make the rules up. Fergie time. I don't. I have never read his book. Is that it? Just Alex Ferguson? Leading. Oh, it's leading. not actually from not that, that one. one. He's, he wrote <laughs> a couple. Uh, so it was from my autobiography. Original. Uh, original. Your yeah. one? Yeah. What's he writing in your book? <laughs> <laughs> right, number three. Which former England international wrote this? When I heard the figure of 55 grand, I nearly swerved off the road. Joe. He's... Joe. Seth Johnson. No. I nearly swerved off the road. He's taken the piss. I yelled down the phone. I was so incensed. I was trembling with anger. I couldn't believe what I'd heard. Mad. Mad. Matt Janssen? No. <laughs> Doop. Did he play like for this. England? No, he didn't. He did. Definitely not. Doop. Joey Barton. No. Uh, it... Forced a move in the end, I think, for him because he wasn't happy with fifty-five grand and he wanted more. Former England England international left back, Mads. Mad, Mad, <sighs> Ashley Cole, correct. Whoa, he's got a book. What's the name of the book? Losing. Sharon. It's called "I Wouldn't Cross the Road for Fifty-Five Grand." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was called "My Defense." Shot in the ass. I know. I saw Ashley Cole the other day in Cobham. Weird flags. Oh, here we are. Selfie already nothing. <laughs> uh, and Glenn Johnson as well. You can't really do a selfie with Ashley Cole because he just stand miles away. It just yeah, to yeah, the yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, look, it definitely was <laughs> so, in. Social distancing. Right, number four. Which legendary striker said, what John Carew does with a football, I can do with an orange. <laughs> oh. Mad. Mad. Oh. Mad. Crouch? 
Legendary striker. Yeah, Crouch is a legendary striker. Disrespectful. Definitely right. Former played for both Milan clubs. Dave. Dave. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Correct. I just think that. John Carew. Fucking bringing John Carew up in his book. How you know? Um, I don't know what it's called. Being Zlatan. It's close. I am Zlatan. Zlatan being. I am Zlatan. I've got it. Number five. Which World Cup winning German defender wrote, all the players knew after about eight weeks that it would not work under Klinsmann. Doop. Matt. Doop. Lamb. Who? Philip Lamb. That's correct. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> you have the name? Yeah, Legov. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great title. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Lamb. Sacrificial. Uh, Mint sauce. Yeah. It's not nothing to do with lamb. It should have been. Yeah, it's just like autobiography after all, isn't mm. it? I uh, know it's called the subtle difference, which I assume is just a direct translation from whatever mm. the German title was. That's sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. Which former Italian midfielder said this? Dupe. You might dupe. I just Perlo. He's right. He's right. I knew he'd be right. <laughs> You might hit upon an elephant phrase that start an elegant phrase that starts elephant with phrase. Elephant phrase. <laughs> See, I he's talking you from about that. he's talking about Istanbul. It doesn't matter. What was Andrea Pirlo's title? I am Pirlo. No, Joe. No. I think therefore I am. I play. I think yeah. It is I think therefore I play. He's an Italian midfielder. That's the only one I've kind of heard of. So. Number seven. Which Man United legend said this about Stephen Gerrard? Come play for United, I said one day to Stephen when we were in the hotel. The fans will take to you in no time. He just laughed and said, I'll do it if you go to Anfield. Joe. Joe. Gary Neville. Correct. Yeah. Red. Mm. Correct. Oh, he's just saying he's read it. Nice. The so we definitely won't need the tiebreaker, but at the moment it's two apiece. Everyone's got two. <laughs> okay. No one answer anymore, just to wind them out. <laughs> right, number eight. Which former England international said this about David Moyes? It was embarrassing. In one home game against Fulham, we had 81 crosses. I was thinking, why are we doing this? Andy Carroll doesn't play for us. The uh-huh. whole approach was alien. Joe. Wayne <sighs> No. Dupe. Dupe. Rio Ferdinand. Correct. Shout. And the title? Joe. Uh, Rio? I don't know. Being Rio? No. Moise, Moise at the wheel. Weirdly, the title of his book was hashtag two sides. Oh, hashtag missing drugs test. Gotta hashtag it. <laughs> Number nine. Which former Arsenal legend said this about Arsene Wenger's methods? He used statistics on me, and one time I said to him, where in your statistics does it say that I changed the game with a killer pass? Dupe. Dupe. Vieira. Incorrect. Currently my assistant manager at Arsenal. Joe? Fuck. Doesn't watch the series. Dennis Burns. Correct. Oh, it was my Any idea of the, uh, the title of his planes, trains, and automobiles? He's my assistant manager at Leicester as well. He's my assistant manager. I was my uh, I, he's a coach of mine. Um, oh, fucking, I've got it. I'm, I'm flying, not, he's not honestly the not there. Flying Dutchman, no? No, I've known what it is. The that non, would have been the non-flying Dutchman. Do you say? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Quick, 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 quick. Stillness and speed. He's got it. Poor Joe. Well, He's got well, it. Well Googled. Yeah. Last one. It's up for grabs now. I thought that was the last one. So did I. This manager <laughs> apparently had an obsession with collecting football cards and wrote in his autobiography, the manager has a card too and I was naturally delighted to see I was four star. I pointed this out to the lads. 
And then I revealed the ratings. Sorry, Adele, you're only three star. So are you, Armand. Dave. Dave. I can't be Neil Warnock. It is. Oh. <laughs> when you said Adele, I, thought, I got confused. Uh, yeah. Do you know Adele. the name? Terraps. Terraps, yeah. Warnock. No, Dave. Called Chief. Well, the got- Gaffer. Oh, no, I knew that one. How many times have I sent you pictures of that book? Yeah. I thought it was going to be the Anton Ferdinand quote, if I'm honest. But I can't believe he didn't put a Patrick Vieira, Nicholas and Elka quote in. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's that? The one where he smashes in his face with his 14-inch member. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't Alex Ferguson say that Dion Dublin's penis was magnificent? Was that in an autobiography? It was, was that, that, just it, an that was your one. It was Dublin. Oh. Hang on, let me find the quote quickly. <laughs> there was um, there was one that I think it. I can't think who it was at, but wasn't it Gaza? Said about at halftime or whatever, when they were pre-match, all he wanted to do was just. He said, "Can I just hold it to somebody?" Jeez. I can't think. Was that was that Les, that might have been Les Ferdinand? That been the same era. This this is the Nicholas and Elka one. It says, My career at Arsenal was going for stre- from strength to strength until the day I crossed Vieira, who was better known in Arsenal dressing room as Lilong. I was playing against Fulham at Highbury and I remember receiving a ball from Burkamp, then rounding the keeper with ease and with the goal wide open, somehow managing to screw the ball wide at the last minute. It only happened because the sun was in my eyes. It wasn't my fault. Anyway, Vieira gave me a glare and I knew I was in trouble. Afterwards in the showers, he tore into me and I just snapped. I, I knew I shouldn't have, but I called him a lanky-limbed boombaclar. At first, he just stared at me with his hollow eyes, then wham. Just like that, he slapped me across the face with his penis. Just once, but he knocked me back a few steps. It was like being struck by a wet kipper. <laughs> Decent. Can't believe I missed that one. That's going to be in Curtis' autobiography about the MK Don's trip. <laughs> and it goes. Anyway, so 10 <laughs> questions asked, 10 answered. Uh, final scores on the doors in last place this week is... Mad with two points. Uh, in joint second place with three apiece is Dupe and Dave. And because he knew the because he knew the Burkamp title of the doc of his autobiography, in first place with four is Friday Night well, FM. GG Joe. Book nonce. Well, thank you, Shay, for a good quiz once again. Um, but that does bring episode 204 to a close you can find the links for each of us in the podcast description or by visiting westreamfm.com five star potential is available on itunes spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week thank you all for listening and there will be more from us next week say goodbye boys goodbye boys bye boys bye boys